last time on Salvage. You see a head pop around the corner of the dining room. It's Lorraine from downstairs. I was going to make you up some dinner here in the staff kitchen. Joe, when you look askance at the jar of gelatinous egg, she's like, oh yeah, no, those? I picked those myself. From where? What? You know. The vat? Yeah. I actually went into the tunnels and looking for Theo. That's that's my brother. Ridley's just like, you remember that soup we ate? Apparently that was a person named Pipra? I think I'm gonna vomit. Answer, she's like, I'm going to be taking you three over to Midway Station. When we get back, you're not going to talk with anyone about what you saw in the basement. If people knew, they wouldn't want to stay. You know what people think of clones. You see the two little rebuilds head over to like the other side of the street from the church, open up a little panel on one of the tunnel walls and start messing with it. Can I do the rocking back and forth that they were doing? Hello? Are you also a worshiper? Where are you from? Salvage Yards. I assume you haven't heard of it. No, no, no. We got a couple people in from there. Last one was some punk kid. Didn't even tip. You, she said you wanted to talk to me about your brother? Yeah. What did you say his name was? Theo. Yeah, no. Um, Skinny little thing. Said he'd stay with us for a bit. Well, he didn't have any money. Just told him he'd help us in the garden the next day to pay off his room. Ran right out next morning. Thank you. Give me something I haven't had in quite a long time. I got a lead now. of you, along with Therese and Ridley, and I guess Knickknack, of course. <laughs> I gotta keep remembering, he's got that knife! He does! Anyway, the, th- the three of you and Therese and Ridley make your way back through the tunnels to the Midway Pit Stop Hotel. Honestly, it's, it's pretty uneventful. You know, it, it's a pretty clean walk. You walk through a couple chambers, walk through a couple tunnels, and just... Well, before it was tense, like, the conversation is actually, like, flowing somewhat like Therese is a lot warmer than she's been this whole time and it's nice you know you feel like the the dull cool breeze of like distant air conditioning units and like ventilation and all that stuff you know it's one of those rare times in the tunnels where it's not too hot or not too cold and eventually you make your way back to the the Midway Pit Stop Motel and at that point at that point You know, you've spent basically like a whole day traveling there and back and all that. And by the time you get back, you can tell it's late. Some of the, uh, like the yellow and bark lighting is like flickering around the, like the chamber that the motel's in. And you see people sort of like straggling in from the, uh, from the garden. And and you head in, head up to the room you're staying and head to bed. Greg, maybe you, uh, help Therese pull that, uh, some of that larger bit of machinery that fell out of the ceiling. Help sort of pull that away out of the garden before you head in for the night. And, you know, it's cool and comfortable. 
and unlike the last night you stayed here, like, you, you can tell even Ridley feels it, like, this place is... It feels like somebody's home. It might not be yours, but it, it's it's well-loved and well-worn. And uh, you all sort of just pretty easily drift off during the night. And by the time you know, the next morning comes around, Ridley's not in the room when you wake up. I will ask, though, how do you all wake up this morning? A nice, like, fitful sleep and all that. Hmm. Our one bit of agency. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Mean. (laughs) Like, just going right to the heart of it. Okay. Yeah. Part of me wants to joke just like, yeah, we're all just like covered in blood. We don't know how this happened. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you, you you ended up taking, like, a little sidetrack under, like, the blood printer that's just, like, it's a little blood waterfall. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Oh, n- oh, God. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this. Are, are, do we all wake up at the same time, or are we just, Yeah, you like... guys can wake up in any order you want. Oh, mm-hmm. oh wow. Yeah. I'm, wow, this is... A lot of agency, yeah. right? Yeah, fucking, fucking... This might be too much, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> scale it back, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, it's almost like I give you guys choices sometimes. Um, we wake up all at the jerks. same time. You jerks, all because I made one travel time go a little bit quicker. <laughs> now, we're only making the joke because you warned us at the beginning that you might take away some agency, okay, so now we're primed well, to make the jokes. That's fair and reasonable, and... Totally a, a mature reaction to it. So how do you all wake up? I think I think Ollie actually had a peaceful night's sleep for once. Cause like it's it's been a bit, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I I'm just gonna go ahead and say I don't think she's the first to wake up. <laughs> That's fair. What if what rest. if Knickknack stabs somebody? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you want the morning to If it's gonna be anybody, it's gotta be great. <laughs> He can take it. <laughs> I I might roll with that. <laughs> no. But it's not going to be Greg. <laughs> Joe, like, you know, you can sort of hear, like, the machinery in the walls of the, the little cavern that the hotel is in. You know, you can hear them sort of starting to, like, stir back to life a little bit. They're, like, on a timer or something. Okay. You know, like, the day starting. It's 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 early in the morning. It's comfortable. You are under the bed. As is tradition. As, yeah. I mean, where else would he sleep? That's just where he knows to be comfortable. Right. And you sort of wake up with like like a dull pressure in your side <laughs> as you just like in like you feel some something pushing your like your jackets around. I just like stick my hand to make sure it's not some random scrap of metal that is just in one of my thousand oh, pockets. Oh yeah, no, it's it's it is knickknack, and he's got his little box cutter out, and he is just like so excited, and like you've got all your coats, and he's just like stabbing into them with the little knife. I can't be mad at him. Like, he's just so happy to interact with things. He's, like, stabbing it a little bit and, like, every once in a while stopping and, like, pinching and grabbing it. Oh, it's so cute. Like, the little eye, you can tell it's smiling. Oh, boy. I might just, like, give him, like, a little tap and be like, be careful with that. Yeah, totally, totally, totally pinches your finger. Oh, like, yeah. With a, with a little vice grip. I'll give you a strain for that, too. For the <laughs> trouble. <laughs> I think Ollie wakes up and, like... Looking over the bed is just like, Knickknack, you've learned how to interact with objects. <laughs> As he's hanging off of uh, Joe's finger. Trying to still stab him. And you're putting your knife to good use. Well, use. I'm so proud of you. Big, big little, like, eye grin. 
Shouldn't we train him to stab other people, though? I mean, I think that might come later. Yeah, as he's hanging off your finger, he is still trying to, like, stab your cut. Mm -hmm. Like, but only every once in a while gets close enough to actually do it. (laughs) His technique is good, though. His technique is pretty solid, but, like, maybe a little bit of sharp safety. You know, that thing. The thing that they definitely still have in this setting. Sharp safety. I I mean, like... Uh, Anything we'd be more aware of because everything is sharp, even our cereal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like, usable limbs first. Sharp safety, like, third or fourth. We'll make our way there. I finally finally managed to shake Knick-Knack off my finger and he lands. Yeah, and then he scurries under the bed and just looks, looks out from it. Like a crab in a hole. With a knife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've heard of Roomba with knife. Yeah. Now have Knick-Knack with knife. Hey, Knick-Knack? It's even scary because it can go on walls. Knick-Knack. Go wake up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Nick. so Knick-Knack just looks like, you, like, you hear like a little chirp from the radio. He's so precious. Yeah, you, you know that little squeal when you have like the push to like confirm button or whatever uh-huh. like it does that little squeal oh. and then like he starts like trying to crawl his way up the uh like the concrete that the bed's on is greg on a bed no i think greg's on the floor oh, like greg's usual. on the floor yeah 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 no knickknack just like stands up on top of your chest and just like pinches your nose close uh, f- uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? Yeah. Get him off. <laughs> I'll like, get you. Get him around. Yeah. Just start trying to like pull him off. Like, yeah, yeah. No, he comes off. Mm-hmm. Now, on a scale of one to ten, how strong is his grip? I'm very curious. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, fine. Take two strain cheese. Ham it up, why don't you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're all awake. Um, like, like I said, you do notice that Ridley is is. Ridley, who, like, actually got into the bed and, like, slept pretty comfortably last night, she is not there. And the bed she was sleeping in is, like, made, actually. Poorly. Like, mm. it's, like, it's like not the best made bed, but it is made. <laughs> Do you think Knick-Knack got stabbed her first and she, she got away, or? I mean, I hope not. In the sense that I hope he wasn't stabbing her. And if he was stabbing her, I do hope she got away, but... I hope the first part wasn't true. I mean, I'm sure if you were stabbing her, that we'd uh, heard a lot more screaming. So, it's probably fine. Should we check for blood? Yeah, there isn't any blood in the bed. God damn it. Well, it's a good sign. I think we're good. <laughs> we trust Knick-Knack, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we gave him a knife. <laughs> right, so, I guess we head down then? or yeah. yeah. So, Greg starts to head down? Yep. Okay. Yeah, you open the door and you can hear, like, again, the hustle and bustle of, like, plates clattering and the dining room sort of seems pretty busy. There are people coming and going in the lobby. Again, mostly the same faces you've seen. You can see that the uh, the one rebuilt guy who looked like he had drowned with the, with the staple, he is talking with Therese at the counter. And you can't quite make it out over everything. But the talking looks like he's got some coins on the table, has all of his stuff with him. But other than that, yeah, nothing, nothing really much is, is going on down there. And, you, and you, had, you make your way down the steps? Yep. Okay. Is there a breakfast about? Yeah, breakfast is in the air. Ah. Uh, um, mm. You can smell it from the kitchen. It smells, it smells like Lorraine's cooking from the, uh, the staff kitchen again. The door is closed, though. 
Therese, like, sees you, Greg, even though she's having this conversation and she sort of, like, just gives, like, a wave. Greg gives a nod back. And wh- where are you guys headed? You headed to the, the main main dining hall, or? Where were the foods at? Yeah, figure. Mm-hmm. Th- there are multiple places where the food's at. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> that is true, but we were told that we weren't technically supposed to be in the staff kitchen. Okay, so that's where you're going then, right? <laughs> we could also not do that. Yeah, that's not where Ollie's going. That's right, so Ollie's in there. <sighs> <laughs> My agency! <laughs> God damn it. But they don't have any tubers in there. The tubers were in the other room. That's true. Yeah, so Ollie's headed to the dining room. Okay, yeah, so you, you head into the dining room. Yeah, you don't really, you don't really see Ridley in there. Again, it's, it's it's the usual faces, you know, some of Ridley's aunts and uncles and cousins sort of, like, sitting around to eat. I forget if I've painted this picture properly, but, like, in addition to the, the, the more notable folks that you've seen, like, there are scattered Ridley relatives and coming and going in this place. So the space is being made use of. The little little area in the corner that the, uh, the couple rebuilt guests had staked out separately but together almost— all their stuff is, you know, you saw them wander off with it into the into the tunnels, Joe. Mm-hmm. And God, Greg wouldn't have any context for this. Ollie would have context for this. It looks like has Ollie ever stayed like in an inn? I don't think so. Like the, she knows about it, right? She she knows about inns, but like Theo was the one who did traveling. Yeah, when it was necessary. Yeah, like obviously he's he'd stayed overnight sometimes at like the the, the salvage equivalent of bed and breakfasts uh, mm-hmm. when he'd go to, for some deliveries further away, like like especially in the city or whatever. Yeah, and so so you're the one who's able to tell that the the one guest is like checking out, but it's a it's a lot it's a lot lonelier without them. Like there's still again people, but like you know you've got that thing where it's, where you kind of had some solidarity as like you're the weird people here you're the guests as opposed to like Mm. you know the people who live here speaking of weird guests is that one lady still there she absolutely is and every once in a while like because like like in the tunnels you know things shake around or something every Mm -hmm. once in a while but like every couple like shakes or, or jitters or tremors or anything you see she like makes a scratch on like a like a just on the table with like her nail just like like she's like marking something out or like tapping down something but other than that exact same position big smile does it look like she's even moved from that place or has she just been there the she's whole just time? been there and are these these sort of like vibrations that she's marking down are they a normal thing for us or are they unusual some of them are a little stronger lately they've they've been a bit stronger ever since the constructor passed through and greg would would greg be able to tell if something was specifically like a constructor rumble even if it was pretty distant i think it depends on how distant it is okay do you want to roll perception then oh wow we're getting fucking rolls in early here yeah this is, you're going to be rolling against a two. All right, he might actually succeed. Ah, no shit, he actually fucking succeeds. Hell yeah. One success and a disadvantage. Okay, all right. Uh, Threat. 
Episode 32, it's a threat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, fine. One, that's the title of the episode. There you go. Um, Look, I've been wrong this long. I'll be wrong forever. (laughs) But yeah, so... Yeah, Greg, you you recognize... you've, You've kind of been a little on edge since you know that constructors can be, like, pretty unpredictable, but it's mostly stayed away since it came so close. But you can recognize every, like... Like, there's some general jostling in certain areas of the tunnels up up in North Salvage and in Rustwall. But, like, every once in a while, there's, like, a, a slightly... Like, like whereas there's just, like, a little bouncing back and forth, like, the typical movement of the tunnels, which is slight. It's not that much. It's not like you're on a ship and it's rocking or something. But, like, there's a little, you know shake every once in a while but like there's a little proper like tiny tiny barely noticeable tremor but like you've you know to look out for it mm-hmm. you've been you your sister taught you to look out for it and you you, you kind of realize that when, she, when she's tapping she's like only in scratching stuff out or whatever she's only doing that like in response to the the constructor trembles i'm gonna assume that disconcerts you a little bit Maybe a little bit, but he doesn't know what to do with that knowledge. No, absolutely. I will say this, though. Most of the tables are pretty taken up. So you are going to, again, have to, like, sit down at that table. The only spaces left are, like, at her table. You, you, you haven't actually gotten up quite this early before. With, so, so it is fully packed with, with Ridley relatives. The RRs, if you know what I'm saying. So hmm. it's filled to the rafters with Ridleys? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. There you go. It's filled to the rafters with Ridley's relatives. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so so like like the only the only real spaces are at this table that this this woman is sitting at, the the New Haven Pilgrim. There's that spot with all that like stuff on it, like the cloth and the fabric and the like looks like there's you haven't been this close to it. There's like even jewelry in that pile. Just still just sitting there. Just like somebody plopped it there and they're like, this this is where I belong. I'm sitting here. Yeah, so the only place to sit down is actually at that table. Sit down at the table. Okay. Y'all are making faces. It is amusing. You, you don't know what face I'm making. It's true. I don't know, but I can tell. Steve, what's up? What's up with Joe? Would Joe... I suppose Joe would, would notice the table markings, but not necessarily that they correspond with... Uh, like what a constructor rumble sounds like. Yeah. Because Joe would definitely know about, you know, marking your surroundings to keep track of things, but... Yeah, but outside of, like, like traveler scrawl, right. like, he hasn't really learned anything formalized about... It's definitely not traveler scrawl, though, so I can rule that out. Yeah. It's just, like, just making gashes on the table, right? Yeah. Um, And every once in a while, like... She's it's like like she's tapping out like maybe even a, like a like some patterns or something after each one. Hmm. Because you're sitting close, you can actually notice she's also like rolling her hands over. Um, I don't know. It looks like like a couple beads or something in her hands. They're like blue and kind of like oblong. They're like on a little like you know those candy string necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> like they're on one of those. Like like the the tiny little plastic thing and I'm all the beads thinking, are on that. I'm just thinking there's only really one way to get to the bottom of this, and it's through the power of sheer ignorance. Okay, that we okay. normally wield. Yeah, I mean we just start asking stupid questions until we we find something out. <laughs> if if you want to, sure. 
So I guess we're, we're, we have to sit down right around her, right? Yeah. Or we could stand and eat like weirdos. Yeah, so we'll sit down. Good morning. Oh, hello. She like keeps just doing her thing. She's staring in the same spot. Still smiling. But just like a little like... Not taken aback, but a little surprised. So we're talking now, yes? I suppose. That is what we're doing. But also, what were you doing before you were talking? And I kind of like run my hands over the the marks on the table. Like, what are all these about? Boy, getting right rude early this morning. A, A simple prayer. So you saw the capsule then? The what? The capsule. Oh, that, mm, sorry, different, you you can sort of see she like tilts her head a little bit. This is the first time she's like moved it that you've seen. So Sorry, uh, wrong conversation. I look around. Were you having another one? No, sorry, just continuing off the wrong thread. So what were you up to? You three. It's three, right? She like, Mm mm-hmm. Stops tapping for a sec to, like, count with her finger. Yeah, it's three. I mean, you do seem to be good at the counting. Oh, thank you. She just keeps rolling the stuff over in her hand. How long is the necklace that's in her hand? It is, it's it's like a couple of them. Is it long enough that I could like pick up the end of it while it's still in her hand just to like look at it. Yeah, absolutely. Just like get right in there, scoop it up and have a look. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. Um as you do like the whole thing sort of rustles and you see them. You kind of recognize what they are when they're in your hand a little bit better. They are like pill capsules on this like candy string necklace. Huh. Like this very like blueberry jelly bean kind of like dark blue mottled kind of color okay with little black like spots little advils yeah like little like little like like pills um you can even see like written on them there's like a, a like pm like v1.732 or whatever just like like yeah no they are they are capsule pills and i recognize that they're pills I guess I know yeah, what pills yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yes. Joe does know what pills are. <laughs> if there is a thing that Joe recognizes, it is pills. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to insinuate here? That's his earliest memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, his earliest memory was, I didn't get my pills. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and they right. are like, they are big, chunky ones. The, these pills aren't those pills, though, are they? No, they are not. Oh, okay. But as soon as you touch them, she actually doesn't even look at you. She looks at Ollie, which which is a little disconcerting. Again, she has that like those series of like plates like over her eyes, like Terrence has, and she's like, "Oh, yes, mm. you you need one of those, right? An extra here." And she like pulls the pills back from you, not like like roughly or meanly, but just like like she's like you're not even there. Yeah, and she like breaks one off the, the candy necklace thread and takes Ollie's palm and puts it like right in it. Like opens her palm. Opens her hand and just Uh, puts it right in the center. Thank you. You're welcome. Should should I take 
this? Oh, no, not not right now. Uh, later, when you need it. Okay. What do these do? I just help you along. Well, thanks for that. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't think I got your name. I'm Ollie, by the way. Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Are you thinking of... You're thinking of... Terrence, is he still there? Uh, yes, he is. Oh, you know Terrence. It's, it's, assuming by there you mean the res, Dan, then yes. Oh, he's still in that city. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did he tell you that he was the last New Haven pilgrim in that level? He always likes that trick. <laughs> he he did. Hmm. Well, he's a liar and a cheat, and that's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you asked him to... To learn magic? The smile just gets bigger at that. I, yeah. Oh. I mean, he said I wouldn't be no good at it, so that thread didn't really go anywhere, so. You have no skill for it. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> As if he'd know. It's a safe guess, though. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm loving this second opinion. <laughs> yeah, looking at her is uncomfortable. Like, like, not, like, the same level of, like, looking at some of the stuff in the manse, but, like, there's just, like, a full dull sensation of just, like, completely separate from whatever discomfort you're feeling, discomfort radiating off of her. This is doing wonders for my self-confidence. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Very few have the gift. Hmm. There's no shame in the fact that you never will be able to. <laughs> right. So you don't think you could teach her magic? Oh, no. And neither of you either. Though that that I gave you right there, I mean, that's probably the closest you'll get when the, when it comes to it. And when will we know? You'll know. Could you... Hmm. Could you teach this one magic? And uh, Ollie's going to bring out Knick-Knack. Absolutely not. All right. Just figured I'd ask. What, an, what a little anathema that thing is. <laughs> Put it away, please. It's disgusting to look at. He's he's adorable, and he's my friend. She doesn't even listen to that. She's just like, same as those net worshippers over there. <sighs> the fact that someone like me has to sit here and, and be so close to something like that. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, you could move if you don't like it. Oh, no, this is the best place to sense the vibrations. By my disgusting friend. The vibrations. Yes, vibrations. Are you following the ripple too? The signal. Um, the noise. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Well, I I was following a, a signal before, but. Hmm. No. No, you aren't. You feel like those, those crescent worshippers, don't you? Hmm. Well, I did steal one of their windows. Oh, that would explain it. You tried to steal one of their windows. Or maybe you did steal it, but like you couldn't keep it. Yeah, what do you know about them, by the way? They're righter than most. But um, they follow the wrong aspect, of course. But why can't you steal their windows? What windows? Y you know what windows are, right? Yes. Yes? Windows. Yes. You know what? You know what? Never mind. Let's get back to those vibrations, though. 
Well, yes, like this one's saying over here. I mean, and she points to Greg. I'm, I'm just, just following the path. It's best to keep abreast of its journey, right? I look at Greg. I mean, if you can track it, sure. I've never found a way to do that. Oh, just pray a little. Side note, the whole time, she has continued to do the like little tapping patterns in response to the, the things, like the whole conversation. But, but, but yes, the, if you wish to follow the signal, you can, I can lead you to it. I look over at Greg and say, do we wish to follow the signal? You seem to know what it is. But first you saw the capsule, right? No, wrong, wrong thread. Um, we'll, we'll meet up later. Yes. Okay. She looks at Ollie and she goes, oh, um, from your brother, uh, you'll see later. You'll, you, you, there's something he left here. Don't worry. Uh, something to hold on to. How, how did you? Yeah. Could you not? Not what? And then you feel like a, a large, much larger rumble. It is still far away, but it's just like a much more substantial, like, shake and you see like instead of like the little complex patterns that she's been tapping out just one big solid tap from her and she pushes herself up to stand up oh i'm i'm sorry i i have to go now but shame good journeys good luck finding everything and uh she turns she actually turns for this one because you can tell there's a bit of a grudge to it and she points at ollie and she goes and again, don't believe that, Terence. There are plenty of other pilgrims along that stretch of track. Right. And not all of them are non-believers like Terence. It's nice to meet you, Gabrielle. Yeah, and she gets up and just leaves. Okay, and she just... Does she leave the hotel? Yeah, she just gets up and goes. Like, like, um... It, it does just Joe like crane his neck to sort of see what happens. Or? Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, if she, yeah, yeah. Like, Does she go to a room or does she just like? No, she just leave? gets up, goes to the ho- the desk of the hotel where that like checkout conversation is still sort of happening. Uh-huh. It's pretty good natured, and she like pointedly avoids looking at or getting close to like the one rebuilt guy there, uh-huh. and she just drops some coins on the desk and leaves. And you could you could see Therese being like, uh, but uh, you know, trying to have like the the wrap up conversation, mm-hmm. and she just like puts her hand up, and just like walks right out of the place. Did she take her stuff with her? The stuff on the table? Yeah. No. What what is the stuff on the table? It was a pile of like clothes and jewelry, like rags and not rags, but like cloth and jewels and furs and. Animal skins. So you reckon she's coming back for that or what? Didn't she say she would see us again? (sighs) Yeah, that'll be a treat. Maybe we need to take her things so she can find us again. Maybe she knew I would take her things. (laughs) And that's how she would find us again. (laughs) Maybe. It's hard to tell. Where is Ridley, by the way? Any y'all seen her? That's a good question. I lift up the pile of things. Well, she's not here. Good to know. That's one checked off the list. Okay, so what are y'all going to do with this stuff? Like, 
how much stuff is it? Is it like a small collection of things? Or are we talking it is like, like a pile, like lavish. Like you can see that there's some like coins amongst it. It's just it is it is a pile of like fabric and fur and cloth and it like beautifully embroidered. Hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna take it. But like, did she explicitly say it's ours? No. No. Then probably we wouldn't just take other people's stuff from the table. Yeah. I mean, except for Joe. So yeah, basically, if, if Joe starts taking everything, we won't stop him because we know how that feudal all that is. But <laughs> I mean, Joe's not going to take everything. What will you take? But is there something that might attract Joe's interest such that he can't it's resist shiny. taking? Okay, shiny. I like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's it right there. Okay, that's, we got it. We're done, I guess. Yeah, like the, I would describe it as like regal. The whole pile, or there's one thing. The whole pile. Oh well, I can't take the whole pile. I mean, there's some shiny things in the pile I could probably take, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's um, there's some coins. Interesting coins. Yeah, interesting coins. I'm going to guess you're just going to pocket those, huh? Probably. Okay. All right. Good <laughs> assumptions. I think Ollie's just just gonna get up and start looking for Ridley. Okay, so Joe, you pick it up. Like you can see, there are all kinds of of like gold beads and stuff, like woven throughout these these fabrics, like like big chunky ones. Hmm. And you end up coming across like a a couple coins in this pile of of stuff. You don't recognize the currency of them. They are like actual proper gold and heavy. Proper heavy gold. Heavy and shiny. Yeah, and there's like some kind of like clear-cut like crystal type bit in the center. Hmm. That has like some like laser engraving in it or something. You can't read any of like the, the language on, on it, any of the coinage, but it is not proprietary and it is not, you know, regular, not what you're used to. Hmm. Do any of the... Like fabrics have any patterns that I recognize from anywhere? No. Mm. So this has got to be some pretty exotic stuff. Very much so. Like can see, can see one of the outermost ones is like a large billowing kind of like coat cloak kind of thing. It has like a gold like chain to like keep it on your shoulders and everything. Who was the um? Is it Therese at the at the desk? Yes. And Therese? Mm-hmm. I might, while uh, Ollie's looking for Ridley, I might go over to Therese and be like, that the lady that just left, she left a whole pile of stuff here. Does she come back? What's, do you know what her deal is? Uh, Therese is still in the middle of like, like, like talking with that one guy. Oh. Um. Does that change what Joe does? No, nah, probably not. Yeah, I know. No, sorry, sorry, Joe. I, I, I can't, I can't handle that right now. No, give me one second. And she sort of like puts the, gives you like the, the, the weight finger oh, and, and keeps talking. And she's like, so you're coming back around this way and, and around how long again? And like they're, they're, they're chatting about it. And Ollie, you're looking for Ridley, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you poke around the lobby. You don't really see anything. You poke around the, um, near the doors to like the staff area kitchen. Mm-hmm. No, I'm speaking. Not the staff kitchen, but the staff entrance to the kitchen for the dining room. If that clears yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, where she went into like, ha- for that failed intervention to happen. Um, 
you're like looking through the window and you can't see anything. And then you feel like an arm around your shoulder. And when you turn to look, it's Lorraine. Howdy, Lorraine. Hey, kid. Uh, you feeling any better? Like, you were pretty zonked last time I saw you. Yeah, that was, um, it was a bit of a morning. But yeah, did, uh, did, uh, getting some fresh tunnel air with, uh, with my dear sister do you any good? Uh, yeah. Yeah, honestly. I mean, oh. not gonna pretend everything's all right, but like, things are, things are doable. Oh, uh, good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Lorraine's hair is just, just a mess. Like, long, like, wavy, messy hair. Where, like, all over the place. Whereas, like, Therese, you know, Ridley's moms, even Ridley herself, have, like, pretty closely cut hair. Like, you know, they've got some some, some more hygiene than what Lorraine's got going on. Lorraine is mm. messy. Kind of like you, I guess, now that I'm realizing it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, no, I'm... But, but for real, my sister wasn't too mean to you, right? Therese? Yeah. No, she she's, I mean, not the best of first impressions, but like, once you get to know her, she's lovely. Huh. Well, uh, yeah, maybe I should get to know her then. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was, I was coming down to, to, to cook you all something. Yeah. You, you hungry? I'm, I'm about to, to head into the staff kitchen again. I'm starved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's 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 round up you and your posse. And she she like points at Greg, like like snaps her fingers, points at Greg, and then gives a like come over here kind of kind of thing as like she's walking towards the entrance. Greg comes over there. Yeah, and and you start to walk out to the lobby where 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 Joe is still like trying to talk to Therese. Can Joe have like run back and just scooped up the pile of things <laughs> and just run over to Therese and like drop them on the floor? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Teresa's like big eyes, like Joe. What are you doing? <laughs> but still continuing the conversation, even as the other guys kind of like oh, perturb. I love this. But his he's like he's giving some side eye to to you, Joe. Uh huh. But his whole thing is he's just like, like his whole expression the whole time has just been like, I've seen some shit. Yep. I'm like I'm too tired for this. Um, I'm having a good conversation. This doesn't happen often. Let it just happen. Let me have this, damn it. Yeah. And and then like. Lorraine, who does she still have her arm around you, Ollie, or has Ollie like pulled out from under it? Ollie is not one to disengage from physical contact. Aw. Okay, yeah. So with, with her other hand, Greg behind her, she like grabs the back of, of Joe's coat and like pulls. Oh no. Pulls you. It's like, hey, 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 breakfast. Okay. <laughs> Joe just stops. I'll come back to that pile. Okay. Do you still have the coins? Yeah. Okay. So there's like uh like 40 of them. Oh shit. Like 38 specifically. I'll write down 38. Yep. 38. 38 crystal coins. All right. And she like pushes the door open to the staff room and she's like turning and looking like, "Okay, so um so I know you had like a weird response to the Ridley uh, what you the Ridley spheres last time. Still a weird name by the way, but like it's growing on me. But uh I understand if you don't want to eat them. So, I got some other ideas. Joe, I'll show you. You seemed interested last time. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, and she like pushes the door open while she's talking to you. And before she can do anything, you just hear um the conversation with the guy checking out ends. And you just hear um actually actually when you look over it actually hasn't ended yet. But Therese just ends it abruptly as soon as she sees Lorraine, and she just goes, 
Uh, Lorraine? W- one sec. I-, I need to talk with you. And Lorraine just has, like, the biggest, like, oh, God, what did I do eyes mm. behind her glasses. And Teresa's like, no, 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 it- it's fine. They-, they can go back there. But um, I, just- I need to talk with you a bit, okay? Just just come here. And, and she, like, turns to the guest and, like, I'm-, I'm so sorry. Just give me a moment. And Lorraine sort of, like, awkwardly just, like, pushes the door open for you guys so you can walk in. And as you do, she hasn't noticed it. Ridley is standing there, like, cooking. Like, on on the little, like, kitchenette area. She's just, like... Because she has heard some racket outside, and she's just, like, turned to look. And it's just like, pointing at you, just being like, is... She's not saying it, but she's like, is something... Is everything okay out there, or...? I just shrug. Look, I found Ridley. Yay. You you want some? I was, uh... Is it good? Yes. Then I want some. Right. So we all shuffle in. Yeah, you all shuffle in and Lorraine shuffles out. Um, And you see, like, uh, Therese actually, like, gets somebody else to, like, hold down the desk for her. Mm -hmm. And heads down. And Lorraine is actually really surprised by it. Like, they start heading down towards the basement. And Lorraine seems really surprised by that, too. Mm. Um, and she's like, no, no, I just, uh, you haven't been up in a while. I just wanted to check up. Uh, sure. Uh, and then they, like, go down. And Ridley's like, is that my aunt's getting along out there? Well, one can only hope. Uh, okay, um... I don't even know if that's the strangest thing that's happened this morning. Strangest things that's happened in my morning? Uh, you hungry? Sure. Yeah. Rad. And you can see she is making a... She is making, like, French toast out of those, like, protein loaves. <laughs> and she has, like a, like, a whisked bowl near her. And Greg and Joe, you know what it is. You know that it is Ridley's fear. But Ridley's fear is good, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ollie, mm-hmm. this is one of those things that your mind self-censors for a bit. <laughs> but she's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm just uh, just making a, a recipe. Uh, Lorraine showed me a while back. She sort of steps back and you can kind of see there's like a stack behind her that she's like, yeah, no, I was um, just making some breakfast. You, you all are up early. We kind of got stabbed awake. But... By, by the little guy? Yeah, we got him a knife. He just starts waving the box cutter around. Yeah, him. yeah, like up on, on Ollie's shoulder. He's very talented. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you take that away from him like every once in a while, right? We've, we've tried. tried. <laughs> <laughs> like he takes both his little pincers and holds it down like he's got like, like clutching it to his little orb chest. Mm-hmm. The blade goes out a bit further. Yeah. <laughs> he clicks it up two times. <laughs> click, click. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not... It's fine. It's yours. Um, but Question, how how big is the stack? It's very big. It is, like, more than enough to feed you and, and probably then some. Is it hmm. for the whole hotel? Uh, Were you expecting this? Yeah. No, I was going to head up to, to the room. Um, also, I also... um. M- made some for my moms and uh, Aunt Lorraine. I just wanted to uh, talk with them later. Um, speaking of, you think they're going to be down there for a bit? Or mm-hmm. you wouldn't know. That's fair. Yeah, um, well, how should we know? 
but but yeah, so uh got a got a call from uh Abrams earlier. Oh. Oh, did you? Mhm. How how things um, going? Yeah, no, uh just 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 let us know that she got the stuff. Um it's going to take about as long as she, as she thought it would. Um so almost a, two weeks. Um I told her about everything that happened so far. It was it was uh yeah. Um she told us to 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 wait till repairs were done. Um she's got enough stuff to hold out there. Um I I paid the parts guy a little extra to bring some food and water down for 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 you know, I was a little worried. Um you don't think we should go help? Does she want us to stay here? Yeah, no. Um she wants us to stay here till the till the little blue sphere bloom is is done. That makes sense. Yeah, don't don't want to risk that. But um, yeah, looks like everything's pretty clear. Other than that, just you know, she and Joanna gonna be lonely down there. Oh, Joanna's still out. Joanna's on like a lot of painkillers, just like a lot. Oof. Well, then to amend that, is Abrams gonna be lonely down there? Um. Maybe I'll I'll be honest with you. I think I think Abrams kind of like prefers it alone a good chunk of the time. Really? But that's why I'm there to buck her. <laughs> God knows Tove wouldn't. Um. But yeah. So kind of stuck here for a while. Is that okay with everyone? Or absolutely. This place is lovely. Is it going to be okay with you? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think so. I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, just just eat on up, and uh, yeah, it's all gonna be great, Joe. Just just swimming. It's it's gonna be fantastic. That's really a- Joe. It's gonna be really great. I just squint my eyes a little bit and nod, like, mm-hmm. That's a lot of. Greg, back me up on this. It's gonna be really great, right? You know, I would have if he'd stopped like three sentences ago, but great, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, eat up and um. Um, I'm gonna go help my aunts out in the out in the field. May as well like earn my stay while I'm here for a bit. Okay, doke. I guess we'll see you later then. Oh, I was still gonna eat breakfast with you. Who the oh, fuck okay, do you think okay, I am? Okay. <laughs> I'm not like look. I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a dine and dash. <laughs> That'd be awkward for the chef. But yeah, yeah. Eat, eat, eat up, eat up. How is it? It is. Interesting. It's like, <laughs> you know, like whole grain bread. Imagine like that that version of it that's like 12 grains and nuts or whatever. Mm. And then just give it like a strong umami profile and then make that into French toast. Gotcha. But it doesn't cut your mouth like squares do. No, it's very soft and fluffy. It's all that Ridley love just added right to it. A little bit of Ridley in every bite. Mm. Oh my god. I'm not a fan of this. <laughs> it's mm. terrible. They are unfertilized, guys. Come on. I don't know. All I want to do is find one of those like pieces of toast that people found Jesus in is like, yeah, it's Ridley toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that one just grew a little too long. Sorry about that, Craig. She like puts it in the bin. No, th- this can't be canon. <laughs> this cannot be canon. I will cut this. Or is it? <laughs> no. This this is bad. 
Hey guys, hey guys, how do we get here? This is bad. <laughs> Pretty sure you drove this boat. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, we're not editing right that in, out. Right into the iceberg. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, no, you 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 have like barring any complications, you have a nice breakfast. Eventually Ridley goes off and like goes to talk with her moms and like she seems nervous about it, but she, like she's actually got something to to say to them now at this point, and and you can tell you talked about it with her in the in the tunnels back, but like she didn't get into it much. But you know when you talked about your your brother, she talked about like missing her family some while she was gone. Hey y'all, it's Tori again with this week's mid-roll. Apologies for the late episode, we had some technical issues on our side that took a bit to resolve. But resolve them we did, so we're all good now. Hope you've been enjoying this mini-arc rerouted. This is the final episode of the arc, so there will be no episode on August 15th while we're on break. But we will be back on August 29th with our new arc, Deep Sump Gothic. If you're psyched for the new arc, or hell, even if you're not... Let us know on Twitter at SalvageCast or using the SalvageCast hashtag or check out our Discord server. That's it for me this time around. I'll let y'all get back to the episode. Peace. So you have the breakfast, and I have to ask, I have to ask, because we're finally getting it to it now, but um, this is going to be the start of your two weeks here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, talk to me about your level ups, because you're finally getting to do them. All right, who first? Well, you just talked, so I think it's you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you volunteered. You said first, first, so you have to go your first. Your tribute, continue. So a lot of what I've been doing with Ollie for this level up, I was thinking about her, you know, like starting to, I was thinking about like all of the, you know, emotional turmoil that she's gone through, like since after the manse through like all of last arc into coming into this Mm -hmm. and like a bit of newfound confidence that she's starting to like grab a hold of. It's terrifying to behold. (laughs) And so to that end, some things that I've picked up. Uh, I picked up a rank in discipline. Okay. Because she ain't afraid of no ghosts. Got it. I mean, she's she's not afraid of everything. She was never afraid of everything. But, like, she's, she's, less, af- she's less afraid of ghosts and skeletons in her closet. Okay. I also picked up an extra rank in perception. And I picked up a, a few talents. I picked up a, a tier two sidestep, which is once per round, my character may suffer a number of strain and until the end of uh, her next turn. 
all ranged combat checks against her are upgraded by that amount. Solid. Harder to hit. Everyone needs to learn how to not die. Yeah, and Ollie's learning. Bit by bit. For tier three, I got hold it steady. So before firing off with, with Slugger, she can use this to like suffer two strain and in return can activate um, Slugger's auto fire feature without upgrading the difficulty. Okay, solid. And for tier four, and this one's my favorite, I picked up How Convenient. Mm. And with that one, once per session, I can use it to make a make a hard mechanics check. And if successful, one device involved in the current encounter, uh, subject to your approval, Aaron, uh, spontaneously fails. And this can be because of your character's actions, or it can simply be incredibly convenient timing, which I love. It's very fun. I especially like the interpretation of, like, your character is just knowledgeable and notices the things that are about to fail as, as they're doing it. Yeah, and to that end, the um, last thing that I picked up, actually, mm-hmm. was I picked up an, another rank in mechanics. Uh, so she's really good at that now. I figured, like, she could have started picking that up by going over to Midway on, on occasion and um, talking shop with Darren's. Okay. As he suggested. I dig that. Do you have any other ideas for, like, how how you want the rest of your stuff to be picked up? I, I'm guessing, like, the perception and the not dying is from all the fighting before. Yeah, that'd do some of it. Yeah. How do you pick up how convenient? What do you break at Darren's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Would it be something that is, like, convenient for me? How does that work? Yeah, so Darren's is helping you get better with, like, electricals and magnetic components. Not mm-hmm. fully, like, electronics, electronics, but at least the more physical parts of it, because I know Ollie doesn't <laughs> doesn't like knowing anything about computers, apparently. Ollie is not a software gal. She's a hardware gal. Yeah. So you pick up a little bit of, like, electrical engineering with Darren's. And it's it's nice getting over to, like, you know, Midway is, it's, it's a walk, but, um... It's it's a pretty safe one. And, you know, it's nice being able to go over there. There's a, you know, the walk up to Darren's is pretty, like, scenic. You get to look out at the um, the train tunnel, the, the railway. See the, like, flashing red lights in the distance, in the dark. Makes you think of, like, the radio towers back home of Central Salvage. Hmm. You know, you hear, like, the... the crashing kind of like the echoing crashing kind of sounds like from further on in the tunnel almost like like a lapping wave kind of sound it's 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 a nice trip you know sometimes you go with folks sometimes you know you feel brave enough to go on your own it's 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 good for you yeah i like each time you walk this path it just sort of like reinforces the idea to you that like your brother was here your brother walked this this path. Your brother's out there somewhere. Like, ho- hopefully reachable, but like, somewhere. Yeah. All right, who's next? I'm Steve had his character she completed the most recently. Steve, then. And how are you getting it, most importantly? um, I got a tier one, and it's quick draw. Uh-huh. Nice. Right. How it, did I get it? The fact that Joe hasn't had that the whole time feels strange. I've kind of been 
compensating for it by in weird situations just pre-drawing the gun <laughs> but you piece of shit <laughs> it, it kind of feels like it's definitely something i should have had yeah for real joe's ability to spontaneously produce weapons is legendary core, yes. core to his character the, the thing is now that so many layers of of jacket have been dissolved it's off. easier it's now. easier it's to easier. reach right. <laughs> no okay all right yeah so you buy that talent god damn it yeah. yes uh i get eagle eyes which is i believe ATS3? you bought that talent by spending experience and that was an experience for sure <laughs> so once per encounter make ranged combat check you can use this talent to increase your weapons range by one range band which is gonna be interesting because you have that on top of that extended barrel, right? Yeah. Oh. It says to a maximum of extreme range, which means my pistol can now shoot extreme once. You were you normally able to shoot up to medium with it? Right. Oh. Okay. You know what? That makes some sense. It's scary, but it makes some sense. <laughs> uh, the difficulty once goes per up. encounter, though. So that that'll be yeah amusing. Um. And to make sure that doesn't go wrong, I I bought another rank of ranged. Okay. Because you don't want to, you know, go sniping the wrong thing. Um, I also bought the uh, second rank of dodge. So now I have two ranks in that. Good move. Uh, and the last thing I bought was dedication. Oh shit! Oh, we're fine. We're here now. We're here. We have arrived. Dedication, uh, cunning. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. How, like, how are you? How are you contextualizing this level? Um, like, what? Like, like, what are the things you're doing to level, level your ass up? I don't know if I want to, like, say that he specifically focuses on getting a little bit better at, at. Maybe, maybe I do. You know, he after the uh, what were they net worshippers? Yeah. Showed me the different things that the pistol could do. Maybe he actually put some time into like, you know what? Maybe I should know about this thing that I use. <laughs> Maybe I should actually, you know, like practice handling it or something. You know. I love how the catalyst for him learning more about like getting more into his gun is not all of that terrifying combat stuff with Pipra, but oh, this is how it works. It's the religious experience of, what do you mean there's more gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Like some just some total strangers just knew more about his pistol than he did. So maybe maybe he should... Get familiar? Get familiar a little bit. Okay, so he's like... like I can imagine him sort of like sitting around messing with his new calculator attachment and yeah. like plugging into his, his like gun to actually learn the specifications of it and all that. Right. This thing has a safety? What? What is? <laughs> what? What's the point of that? When would you ever want that? Mm -hmm. I just realized I live in the horrible universe that Slugger has no safety for both both guns of it. So that's terrible. <laughs> Glad to know that. Not totally not going to use that in an encounter at some point. Get ready for the despair. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And Greg, All talk right. to me. All right. Well, uh, Greg put a point into stealth. So he's a little bit more sneaky now. A sneak lad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I've been focusing so much on making Greg, uh, Greg a durable boy that I forgot that he needs to be sneaky too. I know you just said durable, but I heard adorable. <laughs> I am right there yes. with you. Yeah. Was- I don't speak... <laughs> Guys, it's been 30 episodes. I don't know if you've noticed... I don't speak the best most times. <laughs> Greg, adorable in gaff. <laughs> How many sneaks do you have now? You have spent a lot of points and time making Greg adorable. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> so he's only got uh, two yellows and a green right now, but that's still not terrible. That's that's pretty good. Now he can take a hit, he can hit like a truck, and he's going to be harder to find. You're as sneaky as Joe. Don't worry, I'll keep working on that. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, what else? Couple talents. Um, I also got dedication, but brawn. So, oh no, Greg hits harder in melee and has more soak. Oh no, I mean, oh. not that he actually, you know, not that it does much good, but yeah. Well, I also added a point of enduring. Oh, good. So, uh, up to seven soak now. I'm making a face, you can't see it, but I am. Yeah, great one for the audio medium that we are. I know, currently using. that's more than twice, Ollie's. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, he's still gonna get the shit beaten out of him. That's the nature of the that's the nature of salvage. But if you lined up Joe and then Ollie and then shot through both of them, it would still be less armor than just hitting Greg straight on, <laughs> <laughs> and less health. I think because I'm at twenty one. Well, it's a good thing then that Greg is the armor that stands between you and getting shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Greg's health has gone up by one. Uh, his soak's gone up by two. With those two, he's a tough boy. <laughs> And he can punch a lot harder now. Okay. Um, also took two other talents. Uh, mm-hmm. Reckless charge. So I need to look at that one. Basically, when I use a maneuver, I can take a bit of strain and add two success and two advantage to my next melee check if I'm using a maneuver to get into melee combat. Greg is getting far more willing to just hurt himself, huh? I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I'm, you're else? acting like this is surprising. All right, but what else do you get? <laughs> the last one I got is a martial weapons master. So when I, Greg has a melee weapon, he can make a check to like try to disarm people or move them up to one range band in a direction of my choice. Mm. So Including I, off things. Yes, including off things, though DM can spend a story point to have them catch on to stuff. So Greg now has more non-lethal options because uh, after last time when he tried to disarm uh, Gene and it didn't work, I think he might have been like, I'd really like to, you know. Yeah, you know, Greg's the type of lad who's like, you know what, what I really need to learn is a technique so that with a flick of my wrist, I can use my chainsaw sword <laughs> and flip Gene's drill bit sword out of her hand. That's what's going to do it. Yes, then <laughs> Push me over the edge. Yeah. Then the ball's in Greg's court, because then it's punch fight, and Greg is very good at punch fighting. (laughs) God, yeah, Greg is that type of honorable, isn't he? Just, like, takes the the chainsaw, disarms somebody, throws it to the side, and then just starts wailing on them. Well, see, here's the thing. Punch is based off brawn. F5 brawn, like, you're still got to get two, like, three successes just to pass up over Greg's strain threshold. So in a fist fight against someone It's only sporting. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. How do you want to be leveling up in that? I can see like all the, the fighting, especially like the sword play stuff. Mm-hmm. Greg had a duel somehow. Um, what else? Like, talk to me about. I think the enduring is less that he's like physically tougher and more that he's just getting used to being in constant pain. <laughs> so. oh. I was just going to say like he's eating well. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is. won't last forever, though. Nerve damage is forever. <laughs> Tori, you sound like you sound like somebody who's been reading Dungeon Meshi. I'm gonna be real. I mean, I have been. So, <laughs> Do, don't you still have a critical? Yes. <laughs> I'm going. I, I will say this over this two week period. You're 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 gonna gonna clean up all of you. Yeah, there's there's no way Ollie's gonna let that hang. Oh, but it gives me two da- extra damage. No, <laughs> you're starting fresh. Damn it! I know, but um. So whenever we get into a fight and we need we need Greg to be on form, just like to stab him or something, just, just beat the shit out of yeah. Greg for a little bit. You know what I'm gonna say? This is actually very funny. <laughs> Greg actually did get like he does some like work around and like works out a little bit mm-hmm. and maybe like messes with his 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 weapons a little but like for the first time greg just in this whole stupid thing greg just gets to like can i do this at some point somebody gets greg to sleep in a bed <laughs> some point's just like hey take a load off yeah it's ridley it's 100 percent really hey you can sleep on this you know i mean it's your bed it's, it's... Co- well you can sleep on my cousins then it's comfy just, just take a just take a load off. I mean, I've been fi- for me. For I've been me. fine on the floor. It's 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 fine, you know. It's, oh my god, this is so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, and so that's that's it. Greg gets some good food and some good sleep, and it's regular. And like, for this is his Popeye thing. Like for everybody else, this is just like I'm I'm at, I'm at regular level here. Even Joe is a little bit like. Yep, doing fine. This is this is how it should be. Greg's entire system is wired for like it not being like this. So he's just like, "What do you mean I'm running at peak capacity? What do you mean I'm laying down, resting, and healing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feeling good physically? This is disconcerting. Yeah. So what? That's what Greg does. He heals. <laughs> yeah, for once. Is there anything else you guys want to do in these two weeks? If we could help them around the hotel in any way, that would... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Greg's probably still outside just helping them move debris and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a- like, after the first week, they clear out most of it, and they end up showing you how to, like, seed some of the fields a little bit and help regrow some of the stuff that they lost. I definitely want to find out what to do with that pile of clothing that I just threw in the the entryway of the hotel, like the lobby. Oh, yeah, Joe, it's... That is... um. That is one of those things. Um, eventually, at some point, like later on, like the next day, uh, Teresa's like, Joe, Joe, what were you doing with all of that? Joe would be like, <clears throat> you know that there was that lady that she went and I guess she checked out. She yeah. just threw some coins at you and left. She just oh. left these. Yeah, those aren't hers. Those are another guest's. Who, whose? Um... Uh... Big woman, I, I can't quite remember her name. Um, but but yeah, n- no. Um, Is she still here? She she said she was she was heading out for an expedition for a couple days. Kind of act like she owned the place a little bit, which I didn't appreciate. But um, yeah, no, that's hers. That's not um, that's not the pilgrims. You didn't take any of it, did you? No. Okay. All right, just checking. Yeah, we'll just uh, put that back and leave it there. Hopefully she won't notice. I think what I should do is put the coins back. <laughs> if you want to. I should, because if it's not hers, then that's like extra weird. Yeah, that's super fair. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Stephen? What? I'm going to do, some, do something mean. 
if you let me. How mean. So you put the stuff back and you tell yourself you're going to put the coins back. I'm going to flip a story point that you like keep one conveniently or forget or take just take one. Yeah. I might like put them all back, but one. Okay. Because it's super interesting. Absolutely. So just mark your character sheet down that you've got one coin. One mystery coin. Yep. And a story point in your court. And so, um, yeah, Greg, you're, you're, you're still helping out in the, the field every now and then. It's nice. It's like, it's not backbreaking labor, but it's, it's still doing something moving. It feels good. Mm-hmm. It's good to be alive, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's just getting all the comforts of life at once. For however long that lasts. Yeah. You start to feel something like, yeah, things grew and they were like small little like lichen patches and lichen farms and all that stuff back in up in Rustwall. But like, you know, seeing seeing stuff you grew like start to poke through the, the soil, the big air quotes soil is um, it's something you feel a sort of way about it. Um, you even see where, uh, you know, dropped and buried those eggs in the ground. You see, like, the, the start of something starting to grow out of that. The chicken tree. <laughs> there, there does seem to, like, yeah, there does seem to be some kind of, like, quick-growing tree. Like, very rapid-growth tree. Like, within even just a couple days, these sprouts start coming up. And by the end of it, you see, like, a, there's, like, a little sapling. And just, yeah. Instead of, I will say this, the texture on it's a little weird. And instead of, like, little leaves or whatever, it has, like, little feathers. Oh, my God. <laughs> you try not to look at that tree when you work. We don't know that's disconcerting. That, sh- that <laughs> you could know just what? be that's how it fair. is. That's true. It makes sense for a chicken tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see, like, a couple little, little uh, white, round objects like starting like little little fruit starting to grow on it mm-hmm. oh my god uh, yeah we could call it like an eggplant well that's it end of session <laughs> that's <Fucking>. it damn <laughs> um yeah so you do that um uh, what's ollie doing these two weeks well i I, th- I think she is actually i'll say maybe more than greg and joe you know doing that going back and forth between uh the between the hotel and Midway. Yeah. You know, one for Darrenson, two, just to like, just to walk that walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think another thing that she's doing when she is at the hotel is that one thing that uh, the pilgrim lady said, I think is stuck with her. Um, the uh, Something along the lines of, your brother, he left something here for you. Just sort of rolling that over in her head? Rolling that over, um, keeping her eyes open. Maybe, like, you know, asking Therese for, like, mm-hmm. more details about, like, um, his stay there. Things of that nature. Yeah. Okay. She seems a little sheepish about it. Um, she, she doesn't love admitting to you that, like, well, she did chase him out with the shotgun and try and get him to, to you know... Not run out. <laughs> um, but but yeah. I mean, by the sounds of it, he deserved it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Rid- Ridley's even there when you when you end up having that exchange, and she's like, "Oh yeah, no, sounds like a turd." He's he's not a turd, but I will tan his hide the next time I see him. 
Okay. But like, yeah, you keep walking back and forth across it. Um, Joe, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you head down to the basement at all during this these weeks? Probably. Okay. So you kind of like hang out with Lorraine? Yeah. All right. Yeah. She, she like, you, you didn't learn it from, from Ridley, but she ends up showing you how to make the like French toast and all that. Okay. Um, shows you how she harvests the uh, the Ridley spheres, as right. you both are calling them. And yeah, it's just like, uh, it's from like one of the side machines, um, just like an unfertilized like goop. <laughs> I guess I spend time in the basement and doing whatever around the hotel. Okay. And I'm sure you probably take some of the trips up to Midway with, with Ollie. Yeah. Um, to get another look at that, the Loon Church. It's... This, like you don't see anyone really come in and or out of it, and when you look through the glass, like the people are still just in the same spots. It's disconcerting. Uh, eventually, you also realize that there also isn't really so much a door, but just like a big what you thought was like a big stained glass double door. It's just it doesn't open either. Presumably, I tried to go in. Yes. Uh huh. I could just count on that. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, Ollie, could you roll me a perception check? Or, Tori, could you roll Ollie a perception check? Difficulty two. Let's take advantage of that new good perception. I am. Nice. Two success, one advantage. All right. I know what that advantage is going to be, if that's cool. Sure. So, as you keep making your way back and forth, Teresa's kind of, like, let you know, um some of the side tunnels that, that Theo ran down trying to lose her. And every once in a while, you sort of, like, try and peek in them. Sometimes, like, take them as, like, detours a little bit on your way to Midway. Usually only if you have, like, other folks with you. Because, you know, getting lost on your own would be bad news. Everyone looks at Greg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and eventually, um, you travel down when you haven't yet. And you see something. It's kind of like like a just like a, a a lumpy white shape um off in the distance and something about it kind of strikes you. It looks Actually, Joe, you know this. If if you get closer to it, like it's it's some kind of like completely separate machine from the the tunnels. Like you are in some like curving kind of like winding staircase area mm -hmm. like this this is just one of these capillaries off to the side like down some like non-standard piping shaft or something it's this large very like bright machine of some kind joe if you're with her are you with her maybe this is one of the times that i decide yeah. to tag along perhaps i'll have you both tag along on this one mm-hmm for a story point. I'll spend that. Okay. Yeah. Joe, you recognize it? it? It looks kind of like the machinery on the back of the uh, the the guy that you, we described as looking kind of like a spacesuit in the manse. Really? Yeah, it's that, like that same kind of bright material. But the spacesuit guy was transparent and like holographic, not physical. No, 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 no. The... the the, the physical one you interacted with was like a physical. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're thinking you're talking about the, the fever. Uh, maybe I'm just that's fair. No, no, no. But like the actual, like the corpse, the actual like 
body, okay. the suit, and the machine. Oh, all right. It looks like the same kind of make. And it is like just a perfectly sphere thing with all sorts of like little patches and bits of like machinery cobbled onto the sides of it. How big is it? It's big. Um, You would say it's probably like around the size of, I don't know, maybe like eight by eight by eight feet. Yeah. Miles. No. <laughs> I see the need to clarify now. But like uh, it's like eight feet by eight feet by eight feet. Mm. So it's like, a, it's a sphere, a shiny sphere with mechanical but things sticking out of it kind of It is some sort of like machine in and of itself. Does it look like it's connected to the environment or is it just here? It's just here. You can see that there's like above it, there's like some kind of like hole. Like some sort of like at first you just took it as like some some passage like up, like you know just how the tunnels are. Right. But this instead it looks like it was cut, and it looks like for many miles farther than you can see, just sort of winds in a bunch of different directions, all like Imagura fault style stuff. It just goes on and on and on up, and they're like cables trailing up to it a good chunk of them that seem like they're like hanging limply or like all around the sides at the bottom. And they don't connect to the thing? Or do they? They, they do connect to they the do. thing. They do. But they seem separate from everything else around it. Can I use my Bluetooth calculator to see if it if it's a wireless sphere? You can. Oh. It's not. And you're getting, like you've gotten familiar with, with how to tell. There's There are no like wireless connections to this thing. You do see a couple ports that maybe you could, like, plug into. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't mighty curious. I can't, you know. Do you? Can't just turn down an opportunity to yeah. plug into a mystery sphere. Yeah, you're all about spheres. This is, like, your thing. There is one thing that you do see on it as you get closer up. You see that's, like, engraved in the side of it. Kind of, like, chipped away a little. Yeah. You see that same emblem that you saw on the 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 suit in the manse. Okay. That same like two color navy and maroon crest. You recognize something. Tori, that I'm going to give you this as the your your advantage. You you recognize something. You know, of the uh the four symbols on the sides of it. There's two crossed keys in one corner, a simplified atom kind of symbol, like a tome with stars around it. And you recognize this. In, in one of the corners, a compass rose. And you've seen that same symbol when, when, when Joanna showed you anything related to compass and anything related to the atlas. And it's Ollie that notices this? Yes. Well, how about that? I think Ridley should get a look at this. Do you think this is some old Atlas equipment? I don't know what it is, but if anybody would know, it'd be her. Well, it could also be like Abrams or Joanna or like anybody who's further away, but like she's the closest one who might know. Does it have a port that I can plug into? It does. I try. You go for it. Do right. it. You do. Um. Once again, all of it isn't like a... It's all characters that you understand, but they're all arranged differently. 
in some other, you know, like, it should be familiar, but it's not. And there's, like, a bunch of, like, numbers and, and calculations you don't get. It's clearly in some other language, like, all of the displays and everything. But there is also, like, on your little calculator screen, like, as you after you physically plug it, there is, like, definitely a little, like, flashing, like, button that clearly kind of has, like, it's definitely got, like, a press here vibe. Like a little, di- you know, digital mm-hmm. flashing button. I'm just realizing now that your TI calculator has a touch screen, and that's amusing to me. That's- <laughs> like, it has buttons, clearly, that you still use, but then it also has a touch component. That's what the, like, 8,000 revisions since they've added a touch screen. It's, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> it just has a touch screen. <laughs> Greg, roll me perception. Oh, no. What do I got? It's two? That's uh, that's gonna be t- two. That is a success and four disadvantage. Okay, yeah. Threat. It's a threat. I don't care. I ain't changing my ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what ends up happening? Yeah, you know. So you do hear, you hear all kinds of scuttling around you, like up above and like around this like piping, and it sounds extremely similar to the scuttling that you heard when you were in the the little AudioZeneca capsule hotel. Except there's a lot of them. But I know what you're getting for your disadvantage. Which one? <laughs> uh, what you're getting for your threat. Um, well, you don't hear this. You don't hear anything else until you hear, so are you going to open it? Coming from right behind all of you. And who is it? It is Gabrielle. Just like, head like right in your little like group that you've huddled into just like poking her head right in there so you're going to open it right the 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 capsule the the new haven capsule i'm a little bit more worried about all the scuttling right now oh don't don't mind them just you're going to open it right nothing's going to happen until you open it what do you mean nothing's going to happen until we open it things won't progress if you're not going to use terms that aren't vague, we're probably not going to listen. And Greg's getting his gun ready for everything else. The next thing, the the next, the next signal. Greg just sort of looks at Joe and Ollie, sort of like helplessly shrugs. Joe's going to unplug his calculator without pressing the button and be like, maybe we should, we should, we should talk this one over before we. Really? I mean, I'm, I'm one to press buttons, but I don't like this button. Yeah. I mean. I don't. I do not like this button. I agree, but I'm surprised. I think we should get Ridley. But aren't you going to collect your brother's gift? Now that's just nasty, Joe. Now you're just playing games, you're playing sphere games. Gabrielle, what do you know about Theo? What do you know about my brother? Only what you know. I see. I don't like that. I don't like what you've done there. You lost him, right? I'm. I'm, That's none of your business. Did I did did I miss here? Hear what? I didn't tell you nothing. But you miss him. Yes? Yes. Yes. Well, are you going to open it? This is the right thread, right? That is the capsule in front of us, right? Hmm. Joe? But then what is this thread? Joe. What do you mean by thread? Conversationally? 
Joe, please open it. It's okay. I'll sit here and wait. She, like, sits down cross-legged. The capsule. Please. I, I look over to Greg and just give him the, like, are you ready for some shit look. I don't think this is a good idea, but I have no power to stop you. Look in response. I think this lady's trying to play us, but... Uh, I think so, too, but... I don't care. She knows something more about Theo than I do, and I... Can't take that right now. She's claiming she knows more about Theo than you do. What if she does, Greg? We won't know till we open it. And I don't think I can walk away from this right now. All right, then I'll I'll press the button, I guess. Okay, so and you plug your calculator back in. Yeah. As you do, she like you know that thing where you like readjust your seating while you're already sitting cross-legged? She kinda like scoots back just a little bit. Not like she's afraid of anything, but more just like, oh, I was in the wrong place. Okay. As if she has a spot to sit. I guess I'll press the button then. Oh, okay. And as you do, there's this clearly like this door on the capsule. And like it pops open with like a like a hiss. Like like it's clearly pressurized inside. And you see like a little seat. You see it like clearly has room to fit that like big back generator engine thing that you saw in that that uh like contained suit in the manse Mm -hmm. and there's a spare helmet like pushed into one side of the wall and stuff and and readouts and machinery like screens and stuff all of it in that same language that you read when you saw the information on the the capsule and inside of it is a knit sweater clearly woven from like plastics and 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 all that but Still soft. All of you recognize it. It was a it was a gift from Miriam to Theo. A couple years back, she made you one too. You you do feel a certain amount of shame knowing that, realizing now what it meant, especially in the context of you having like, clearly kind of ruined it. Where I get to the workshop, like every day, <laughs> since you got it. Ooh. Um, but it's Theo's. And it's there, and it's it's got holes torn in it. Um, and it was always pretty big on him, but, like, it's covered with holes. It looks moth-eaten. There's, like, a big stain of blood covering it in, in spots where it's, like, clearly had bits ripped out of it. And it's just sort of, like, laying there amongst some other, like, couple, like, trashed bags and things that... Ollie you recognize as like clearly Theo's things but they're all kind of like torn up ruined like some of them look like matted down and rotted practically and they're just like dirt and refuse marring the this perfectly white seat in this perfectly like 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 light gray it's like light gray it's that you know what I mean but this like just perfectly clean interior of the sphere this little uh, space capsule looking thing. And Gabriel is just like, are you happy? You found it. Right? Ollie turns around and is just like, just weeping. It's good, right? A a a good gift, yes? Get out of here. Well, not not quite yet. Gabrielle, please. But then I'll miss it. And the rumbling picks up. Ollie turns around and just 
steps into this sphere and to get at Theo's things. Greg, you, you're you're starting to sweat a little. Here's your here's your threat, bud. Oh, another one. It's fantastic. Yeah, the foreknowledge of what's happening. The big rumbling starts, and it gets more and more as Ollie like reaches into the capsule to pick up the stuff. You realize that that's not just moving machinery in a weird part of the tunnels you have haven't been before. Yeah, that's a constructor. Not only is that a constructor, it's it's like it's making a beeline closer and closer and closer. And you also realize, at the very last second, you're pretty far from any boundaries, huh? Off some side tunnel, off some side path between places. If this thing comes too close, there really isn't anything that you can do. All right, so there's no avoiding it? You can see that it is rumbling a little bit more down the end of the hallway where the capsule is. The spot that seems... It's still rumbling a little bit that seems less disturbed is very clearly where Gabriel is and behind her. I assume the others haven't noticed this? I think Joe is just like, oh, weird thing happening. And Ollie is... I'm going to guess Ollie's entirely in in just getting the stuff. Yes. All right, guys, constructor coming. We got to go now. Ollie, you have picked up half of the stuff. One second, Greg. Ollie, I'm not really asking a question here. Grab your shit and let's go. I'm grabbing it. All right, then I'm grabbing her. Okay, all right. Roll me that athletics check. All right, what's my difficulty? I'm contesting it. Okay. Uh, my athletics is two greens. Oh, so then it's only difficulty two. Three successes, three advantage. Okay, what do you want with that advantage? Greg's bodily tossing Ollie out of the thing and he's going to grab the rest of her stuff. Cool. She doesn't know that he's getting the rest of the stuff. Greg, please. Greg's again... Not worried about talking, he's just grabbing. Oh, God, yeah. No, like, she, like she starts to get up, like, past Gabriel, and, she, like, before she can even turn to try and go back, you can see she's doing it. I, I'm gonna just guess, like, Greg again just grabs her and, like, pushes her. Joe, what are you doing? My calculator is still plugged in. I wanted to know if I could grab a snapshot of some of this, this log. Okay, so you're trying to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're racing through, like, all the different pages of this thing. Yeah. Like trying to hastily get copy yeah. the files of it the whole time, and uh, you get most of the way there, and and it's like, Greg, it is like right on top of you guys. All right, I've got all all these stuff in and out, and you see Joe sort of like lollygagging. Greg's going for Joe. It is. It's almost done, but it is not quite. Are you going to bail? Oh, I can wait for it to be done. I guess Greg will stand by and get ready to pull Joe. He throws the rest of the stuff towards Ollie. Okay. All right. In just a second, the ceiling crumples away. Like something moved and just the thing just parted. It didn't even touch it to do that. It just parted around it. Joe, you are still like within the area where this is happening. What what do you do? How much longer is it going to be? You've got like a couple seconds left. But if you don't move, you will be dead in seconds. Can I try to parkour out of, like, the collapsing ceiling? I'll go for it. All right. Do you wait for those seconds, or...? Is it possible without dying? We'll see. Okay. Okay. All right. You wait for it. And they, they, like, they can just turn back and, and see. And you're just still standing there near it. Gabriel is just, like, sitting there, cross-legged, just the same smile. Just bigger now. 
clearly not reaching out to help you at all. In fact, like, she's like right at the edge of it. And as soon as it breaks through the ceiling, you try and parkour your way away because you waited to that last second. What is your coordination? Uh, one yellow, two green. Okay. That's going to be the difficulty for an opposed check here. It's going to get to blue dice. I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade its difficulty. Okay. Can I activate my dodge talent? What would it cost to do that? Two strain. Go for it then. Okay. And you're also going to need to take the strain to parkour. Yeah. It succeeds by three. Okay. Oh, fuck. How much strain did you take? Um, four. It succeeds by three with one disadvantage. Um, you're taking double strain on that, first of all. Okay. You do get past. You do manage to, to like get past Gabriel before you just get pulled apart, like whatever pulled apart the ceiling as if it was, wasn't even there. But when you do, as you try and like hop your way up past, some of the chunks falling away from it, like sharp machinery, properly like smack into you, like being pushed away from this thing. You're going to take six wounds. There's no soak to this. All right. Some of it's just from these rocks and some of it is some other thing that you just feel as like layers of your coats and like layers of like some of the skin like on your your, your legs, like the back of your legs just sort of like boils away. Hmm. But you do make it past. Are you still conscious? Yes. All right. Good, good for you. Do you have a specific idea for what its threat was? Because I kind of have an idea. Go for it. I wanted to throw my calculator to Greg. Sure. Talk to me about it. Like, as I see that I'm going to get caught. Yeah. Like, just fling it out towards him. Like You want that data? Hopefully he can get it. Okay, yeah. I mean, deal. I had said that Greg was standing by with Joe to pull him out. So Does he catch it? Given that he's very nearby Joe. Yeah, so you, you end up, you go to get Joe and he tosses it and you end up catching that instead, fumblingly. Um, and yeah, Joe, yeah, you take all that damage. You are like bleeding out properly. Not bleeding out, bleeding out, but like you are bleeding bad. You don't normally get hurt that much. You're pretty hurt. Am I able to move? Am I like pinned or anything? Or You're, You are pinned. Okay. But you are past Gabriel, who is just sitting perfectly there. And then it all happened in this like brief couple second window. And then just suddenly, like after the ceiling opened up, just like, boom, the floor gives way. Like there's just nothing happened and then the floor is just gone. Then there's just nothing. There's just a gap in front of you. And then some kind of like large writhing machine you're seeing the side of it. It's like seeing the side of a whale as it goes by in an aquarium. Like, it is just truly massive. This weird writhing thing as it just, everything parts its way around this thing. For a brief second, you see a huge, huge logo stream by V-E-D tech, then a slash, and then Ayud on the side of this thing and it just streams by it's like even just seeing that logo it's again it's like seeing the eye of some giant thing and actually in the same breath as the logos go past you see like there are all sorts of camera lenses on the side of it all like adjusting 
seeing you. Like, like, like some of them even react to seeing you. The capsule's completely destroyed. It's gone. It's just gone. And, and as the moments pass, the thing just goes by. If you turn around to look, there is just where the tunnels were there previously. There's just like a gaping chasm. There is just off into space. Like like how when you, you're on the outside of the Holy Motor Corporation, looking into like the outside of the hull where the, the Holy Motorway wraps around and there's just that huge outside. It's like that. There's just like a, a straight up chasm. Like things still like crumbling and falling off the side of it. And you just hear the rush of the thing going by elsewhere. Okay. You know, there are some, like, sparks from disconnected machines and all that. Maybe there are some things that stick out into the chasm that, like, maybe they were recently built there. But this thing just erased a bunch of stuff. And, Greg, that scuttling sound that you hear, Mm -hmm. you actually see it, like, whatever they are, like, pouring out from the ceiling. From whatever upper area, they're spilling out into this hole, just this big gaping nothing. And they are just like little spider-like machines, honestly really reminiscent of like what the uncorrupted collator looked like, just expanding across the areas where the constructor just moved by. And some of them are just spilling out and falling down the hole, and some of them are like are clinging on and like trying to hold on to stuff. And a couple of them spill out on the floor near you. And Gabriel, like, turns to you three and goes, Thank you. So, so what happened then? Good. Yeah. Snag it. Snag it. Snag it. Snag it. Get snagged.